welcome to The Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Today's going to be a wild card. Uh-huh. Because Gypsy's ticked off. I mean, angry. So if you saw it, it was probably in our stories a couple weeks ago because we do pre-record. But um, <laughs> Gypsy got her pink jacket and oh. because she can't behave. And so she sat with her back to us and her nose straight up in the air, letting us know that she was ticked off. Oh my gosh. But, like, so dramatic. But now she's done being ticked off and she's being spiteful. Yes. So she's running over from her little spot on the couch across the floor, tick, 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 uh-huh. and back to the couch to put her butt to us. <laughs> she did it three times. So we're, we're going to see if she stays. We're going to see. I mean, can anyone else relate? Do you ever feel like that in life? Yeah, like first you're really mad and you're pouting. Then you're like, actually, I'm going to go show you just how mad I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just, what did um, my uh, chiropractic friend calls it um, a cranial rectal inversion. (laughs) A cranial rectal (laughs) inversion. (laughs) I was like, I am so sorry. I have never heard that before. Because, you know, what if you saw someone just being a jerk and yeah. you went up to him and you're like this is, I would totally do this too <laughs> I am so sorry you know I think that you may have a cranial rectal inversion and there is help for that <laughs> I mean wouldn't that be funny because they like it would take them a minute right to figure it out if they figure it out and then you have to run you I'm, know not me I'm staying to fight yeah girl. I know you would fight. you would but some people are such you know what's that that is what they have right and so that is that is sort of gypsy today I really need to use that I know isn't it so good let's try it and we'll come back with our stories okay that's good um y'all shouldn't do this because we don't want to be telling people to go out in the that's community right. and do things like that no. we would like for you all to not do as we say or do but go out and love people in the world but maybe, actually, this is a new way to bring people to Jesus. It could you be. You have cranial rectum inversion. Yes. You know what? You need Jesus. That's right. <laughs> you need oh the my truth gosh. of God. Yes. You need a different perspective on things. <gasps> oh, my gosh. This actually ties into what we're going to talk about today. I Don't you just love God? Oh, thank goodness he loves us. Really. I know. And forgives us and all the things. <laughs> well... I was reading Psalm 119, and it, you know, it's kind of long, but um, in a nutshell, it says, how can a young person live a clean life? By carefully reading the map of your word. And it talks about, like, I'm in single-minded pursuit of you. Don't let me miss the road signs you posted. And anyway, it just talks about all this, that wisdom comes and, you know, gathering wisdom and pondering that wisdom and being attentive and watchful. And it just sort of hit me that that is what God's word. It's a map. Thankfully. Uh, Yes. A map for our lives. And so then I started thinking, this is my rabbit hole. Yes, let's do it. And we do have a rabbit in the house today. So that seems appropriate. (laughs) I'm rabbit sitting. Um maps present information about our larger world yeah and they make it you know simple and it's this great visual way because you can have a flat map where you can see it all or you've got the globes where it just you see how the earth is shaped and where the 
you know, the different countries fit in. And we also received direction on like how to navigate with a map. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for Google Maps. Um, we're not getting paid for that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and there's like the little um, legend in the map, you know, so that you know what all the little symbols are because mm-hmm. it's not super wordy, but there are all these great little, you know, symbols that take it, you know, explain like where the airport is. They don't write out airport. Right. And then... Um, I think, you know, there's about when you're looking at a map, it helps us see the big picture of the world, like where we fit in to all the things like Raleigh, where we fit into North Carolina, where do we fit in in North Carolina in the country Mm -hmm. and our country? Where does that fit into the world and our continent? Mm, And I love that visual. That is if we go back to the very beginning, God's word, it gives us a sense of who we are mm-hmm. in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because the body of Christ is this is this huge thing. It's this world. But His Word is a map. And it shows us, it teaches us our giftedness. Mm-hmm. What to look for. It shows us how we're each uniquely made to fit into this bigger picture. As you were saying that, I was just thinking, you know, it feels kind of hopeless sometimes, right now in this current climate in our world. And so the visual of the map and the globe, and if you just put a little shining light on all the Christians, Mm. it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's a beautiful image. Because sometimes if it's just you and you feel like, oh gosh, what difference am I going to make? Well, what difference are millions of us going to make? Oh, so true. I mean, there's this, even one, the light of one candle, there's this um, illustration. So, and try this at home, get a candle, light it during the, like in a room with the lights on. Yes. You don't really notice the power of that light when you're out, when you have this other stuff around you. Mm -hmm. But when it is dark Mm -hmm. and you turn out all the lights, that light from one candle brightens the entire room so that you can see it. Mm. So it just takes one of us even in the darkness to bring light and vision. And you know, maps help us to navigate, you know, the world. And and that is definitely what God's word does. The highs and the lows of life. I mean, good gracious sakes, love. The winding roads and the twisting turns and the surprises that are fun and the surprises that are not so fun. And the things where you feel like somebody's taken, you know, your life and they shook it up in a bucket and threw it against the wall and shattered into a thousand pieces. And it's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I'm going to get it all back together. You feel like you're in the snow globe and people are just like shaking you. Yes. Yes. But God's word speaks to us. And the Holy Spirit directs and guides your steps every day if you're listening. Yes, that's right. And it is by getting into the word that we recognize the Holy Spirit and that we get to, oh gosh, I, there is such a deep trust that comes with the realization and the understanding that he is in us and the realization that he guides, he protects, he guards he gives wisdom 
all of those things you began to see, oh my gosh, this is not just lip service. This is actually true. Well, you know what else I love is I think about the guides, like, um, think about a theme park and you know, they have the people that are telling you, Oh, this way, like they're the information center. They know the area. Well, they've been there. They know where to direct you. Well, those are other Christians on your walk. Right, mm. people that have already been there that know the way you're going, or um, that they are heading know that where way. the bathroom is. Oh yeah, that's so important. <laughs> or yeah. that are heading your way. But yes. let, hey, come with me. Let's go. And that's the important of having importance of having Christian friends, right? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that I love that visual. That's so true. I mean, you know, when you're traveling somewhere, what what do you do first? You research the place, you Google, um, like, what are the top restaurants? What are the top sightseeing things? Or you ask a friend Mm -hmm. who's been there before. Um, And so you go to this reference point, and that's what we need. That's what God's Word is, and our quiet time and sitting with Him and listening for His voice and the other Christian people that He puts in our path to Mm -hmm. hold us up and uplift us. They're our go-to people. And what's awesome is you also will be a guide at some point. Yes. Or are right this moment. Yes. You're probably in a situation where you are acting that out. And you don't Um, even know it sometimes, right? (laughs) So true. So true. Sometimes we find out. Sometimes we don't. Yes. That's why we have to be on our toes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like back to that symbolism in a map, the legend. You know, I started thinking about especially in the gospels, how Jesus speaks in parables mm. and he uses the symbolism uh-huh. to teach us a moral or a lesson or a truth, um, that he wants, you know, he's trying to make it understandable. Yes. Gosh, he has to really use some interesting symbols with me. And he does. <laughs> I mean, I come to some crazy, um, God moments through the most random, Symbolism. Those ordinary moments in life. And I think that is such a distinct um, or something that we should distinguish between like Jesus speaks in parables and through symbolism, but also the Holy Spirit teaches us daily with those just everyday ordinary moments of getting lost because Mm -hmm. we didn't follow a map. That happened to me one time. (laughs) One time I learned this really great lesson about cleaning up cheese stick, dried up cheese stick at the back seat of my car when my kids were little. You know, like all these little things, like if we're listening, if we're paying attention, if we're connected to the spirit and God's word, he can use anything to teach us, mm-hmm. to to drive us closer to him, to offer and encourage and give us wisdom. It's almost like um, while you're looking for the good in everything, look for the God in everything. Mm. Love that. Mm-hmm. And keep, like we've mentioned one or two weeks ago, I can't remember. Keep asking what, God, what are you, what are you showing me? What are you doing in this moment? Mm-hmm. What's, you know, what's going on right here in my heart? Those what questions that keep you focused out of the, out of the slimy pit, right? And the doubt and the fear and into the truth and trying to keep your eye on the bigger picture. Um, I love the bigger picture. And as I'm thinking about that, I always tell people, this is not permanent. And your life changes so drastically in six months 
this moment right now seems overwhelming or terrifying mm. or horrifying. But remember where you were six months ago and look at how much that has changed. Now it takes action on your part. You can't just go sit in that same spot with your eyes closed for six months. And check the days off. Right. <laughs> However, six months, life can be so different. Wow. I, I mean, one moment, life can be so different, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's somebody out there for sure today that needs to hear that too. Mm-hmm. That encouragement and that reminder. And that God really is in this moment with you and it and all the moments along the way and there are things that happen to us that shift the trajectory of our lives that we don't have control over Mm -hmm. but the beauty of god's word and his spirit is that like maps it also has the ability to give us the bigger picture so that we can avoid the dangerous routes, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. we, if they're bridge out ahead, okay? Yeah. There, if we get in our maps and we see, oh my gosh, there's a traffic, ja- traffic jam, you know, there's been an accident and we're going to find a route around it. That's what God's word does. Now we don't always choose to listen. Right. <laughs> That's, that is the tricky part. Um, the obedience and seeing it not as a, that he's not trying to stifle us, but he's trying to make us aware and he's trying to give us a warning. Mm-hmm. And he has already gone before and knows what the outcome is in those terrible situations. Wow. So I was just thinking about that and thinking about the ways that God gets my attention. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, it's kind of a gut thing. You're like, right. oh, that doesn't feel good. There's something inside your spirit that goes, that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't do that. But then you take two steps forward still, right? And then what happens is it gets a little louder. Sometimes someone will come and maybe speak about that into your life, even though they won't even know they're directly speaking to something that you're uncomfortable with. Mm, They're speaking to that uncomfortableness in your heart. That is God putting that person. Maybe that's God putting you in someone's life. So you can speak that into their little um, path. Like, I wouldn't do that. This is a bad idea. Or they might tell you an experience they've had with a similar situation. That is a lesson God's trying to teach you. And then he gets super loud with like (laughs) clanging gongs and cymbals, bells and whistles. (laughs) And, and, you know, what do you, what do you do with that, right? Do you pay attention to the map and all the red flags and the signs that are like flashing lights? No, 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 stop. Don't go this way. <laughs> Bridge out ahead. Um, or do you keep going? So here's the thing. When it, when it comes to that point for me with the sirens and the whoa, 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 it's like you are crossing over the train track and the train is barreling. It's so late. Like yeah. at this point, there's some forgiveness, some repentance. There's something else that needs to happen because I've gone too far. That's so true. And I, it's when you want to go, oh gosh, I've gone too far. And actually, now that I've gone this far, I can't turn back. And God's going, yes, you can. Come on back. There's always, mm-hmm. there's always space for turning back to God. Always, no matter what. Okay, who needs to hear that today? Somebody out there listening today needs to, it's never too late to turn back to God. Say you haven't listened to anything in his, 
in his big giant map, in his word, in your spirit, you haven't been listening lately. Or ever. Or, or ever, right? Maybe. This might be new to you. Absolutely. Yeah. It is never, ever too late to come back, to return to him, and to sit down. As Psalm 91 says, to sit down in the high God's present presence and spend the night in his shadow. He is always there waiting mm. to provide you trust, deep trust. But you have to get to know him. You have to sit with him. You have to call to him. He says, call to me and I'll answer. Be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party. I'll give you a long life, give you a long drink of salvation. Mm. It, so, like, it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. And you could have been following that map for a while and taken a turn, like veered off course. It's not too late to pull the map back out. That's right. Um, I didn't become a Christian, like have an authentic personal relationship with God until I was in my early 30s. So you can imagine I lived a lot of life (laughs) between in those 30 something years. And I actually consider it fortunate. And this might be blasphemy, but we're going to throw it out there that I did not grow up in church. I don't think that's because I didn't have the, we've talked about this a long time ago, the guilt that comes along with being raised on a church pew Mm -hmm. and knowing right from wrong. I think I knew a little bit right from wrong, but it's very different if you've not lived in a, you know, with the truth of the Bible. Life's just different. Everything's different. Your boundaries are different. Your filters are different. So once I understood all of that, I was able to realize that I was just a broken sin mess. But more importantly, to know that I was actually loved, dearly loved, cherished, and adored, which I had never been in my life. So I don't know if you maybe grew up in a church that spoke a little differently and said, you know, you're a sinner and you make God mad and he's disappointed in you and all those things. God is disappointed in our sin when we do sin, but nothing can separate you from his love. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And if you have grown up in the church um, and you just feel like it's pushed you away because of the legalism. And when I say legalism, I mean just all the man-made rules that make God seem so unattainable, so far away, so unreachable that we're so unworthy, I pick up the book of Galatians. Ooh. Because let me tell you something. That's like the battle cry. Like, full on, I'm getting ready. I'm digging into Galatians, y'all. It is basically like warfare against um, legalism in the church. <gasps> I, I love it. I know. I mean, there might be a Bible study that I comes out of is. this or a series because y'all just give me the summer to work through this, but... That is my thing. And I realized it as I was walking with a friend and she brought along another friend recently. And she shared a moment where someone basically threw out an insult or, oh, so sort of put her down. Not didn't, sort of. 
put her down for a decision that she had had to make for her family. Uh-huh. And I, and this person has been to divinity school and everything, like the one that made the comment. And girl, it just like rose a fire up in me. I'm like, let me tell you something. I need to be with you next time you talk to her. Let me, those people make a job like bringing people to Jesus really hard. Like I got so fired up yes. about that, the the man-made judgment. And I'm not saying I'm free from judging others. I'm human just like everybody else. But y'all, we got to pick up Galatians. So when you were saying that, as you were saying that, I thought she needs to write a Bible study on that. So I know it's going to happen. So looked for that at the end of the summer. Oh God, (laughs) no pressure, no pressure. But yeah, there probably will be. I I can tell from the fire in your words that there's going to be. It is never too late. And please listen to God's map. Listen to his spirit within you and do not let the voice of others outside of that condemn you and drive a wedge between you and God. You take it to God. Now he will put godly people in your path, but you will know the difference very quickly with their words. Yeah, and don't let the world or someone else determine what path you're taking. And that's in anything. That's with your walk with Christ or that's, you could be 40 years old and just starting to have your kids roll out of the house and you're like, what am I going to do? Mm. You know, we get so many do-overs in life every single day, every single moment we get a do-over with a God, but we get a do-over all the time in life. We are not bound by our past. We are not bound by people's words that they spoke to us years ago that hold us in bondage. Amen to that. So get out, get out God's word, get out the map, the ultimate map Mm -hmm. and sit with him and his word, listen for his voice. Pray to him to open your eyes to the path he has chosen for you since before you were even born. The one he has laid out before you and you just may not be seeing the road signs that are pointing you in the right direction yet. He will shine a spotlight on those for you. And hopefully it's not a train. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Never a good sign. Never a good sign if you see that headlight coming. I say that because we were stuck, my son and I, in traffic today. And I never see long trains in North Carolina because yeah. I lived in Texas. Those trains go for <laughs> like 15 minutes. And so here we are. We're thinking, oh, it's downtown Apex. There's yeah. going to be five cars. 25 cars later. Whoa, that is a big one. I was like, oh, wait, what's going I'm like, it'll pass in a minute, William. No worries. It's not passing. It's creeping to a slow halt. And my son is like... <gasps> If this train does not get out of the way. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, no trains blocking your way. That's right. Hopefully. Or, ooh, that's probably a whole nother podcast. Uh Uh-oh. Sometimes God may throw a train in your path to slow you down, make you stop, and figure things out at that stop. Oh, I guess that's next week. I guess that's next week. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint. 